Have you ever wondered why it's difficult to give your attention, energy, and take action on what matters the most to you? Or to speak up with clarity from the best part of yourself? If that's you, then you're in the right place. The follow-through formula is dedicated to providing daily inspiration for you to follow through on the real you. Hello there, Life Leapers. It's Rick Lewis with the Follow Through Formula podcast, my 14th day in a row recording a podcast based on a commitment I made back on day one, episode one, thinking, wow, what a good idea it would be to commit to doing 21 episodes in a row of a daily podcast as a way of demonstrating the joys and the obstacles to following through. So here I am, number 14, really happy that I committed to this. It's been very, very useful. And I feel like I'm on a roll, so I'm going to keep on going right through to number 21. And I have a, a couple of listeners out there. One contacted me today who told me that his small action is going to be to listen to every episode, which I think is really cool. What a simple and wonderful way to hitch on to this project just listen to all the episodes. So if you've been struggling with trying to decide what small action you can take uh, as I'm moving through this process, that's an easy one. Just listen to each episode each day. It's not the easiest thing just to sit down and start talking into a microphone when nobody is facing you. And I find myself having to imagine who it is out there that might be listening to this and just speak to what I know of human experience, which often winds up being really my own experience. So I think sometimes I'm just sort of speaking to myself. And if it lands squarely for you, if it resonates, it's probably just because human beings have a lot in common. There's a lot that goes on for for each of us just by nature of being human, which is similar. And we wind up resonating with each other. But I'd also love to hear your story. I'd love to hear what you're working on and what's resonating with you from these podcasts, what your goals are, what your struggles or challenges are. And if you'd like to share anything about what you've been considering or going through, or realizing as you're listening to these podcasts, I would love to hear about it. You can send me an email. Just send it to rick at gamesforconfidence.com. And I promise I'll reply. I'll, I'll read every single of the thousands of messages that I know are going to come pouring in. I'll read every one and I will reply to everyone. So if you'd like to have somebody in your court who sees and hears what you're up to, then you can count on me because that's what I love to do. It's what I think about all day long. Every day is purpose and passion and practice. Hey, that's kind of cool. Purpose, passion, and practice. Um, because all three of those, when combined, produce an extraordinary result. 
than human beings. And here I am exercising my own purpose, passion, and practice and coming up with cool little, uh, cool little, uh, what do you call that? When you've got a list of things that all, with cool little lists of alliterative uh, inspiration. There you go. That's what it was. A cool little list of alliterative inspiration. Um, purpose, passion, and practice. Wow, I really like that. I was actually talking to a coach today, a business coach. And I was just describing to this coach that I had started a podcast and that it was a daily podcast. And so we were just chatting about that. The The coach also happens to have a podcast of his own. So he knows my world right now. He, he understands what I was describing in, in terms of the challenge of producing this daily podcast. So in the flow of our conversation about podcasting, he made a comment, which was something like, well, of course you've got material backed up and ready to go. And I didn't tell him, no, I don't have any material backed up and ready to go. I am sitting down once a day, every day, speaking into a microphone. I head over to my computer and I upload it. That is my podcast each day. And often like today, for example, I just start talking without even knowing what I'm going to say or what I'm going to talk about. And I find that process very revealing and very exciting, actually, to just start inquiring internally as to what's there and, and hoping that I can open up to something that's going to be useful to others. So here I am today, just I just open my mouth and I start talking about what's there and what's there is this piece about purpose, passion and practice. So in my own case, the purpose, passion and practice shows up by just getting on the microphone and letting myself address what's already there inside of me, which is this this deep desire to be on purpose, meaning to allow my energy to be put into things that matter to me and to help other people to do the same. So I'm saying this to you, and as you know, because I've been pounding the same drum every time I get on the the microphone each day, I'm saying to you, what is your purpose and passion and how are you going to practice in relationship to that purpose and passion so that you feel you feel fulfilled at the end of the day so you feel like you actually did what you're here to do so what i've done uh today actually i wrote a guide and the guide is called find your hidden purpose i'm not going to tell you the subtitle of the guide because i'm inviting you to go get it and if you go to gamesforconfidence.com forward slash purpose, you'll have the opportunity to download this guide. And what it's going to do is walk you through a few steps and particularly some very useful questions you can ask yourself to get closer to your purpose, to discovering your purpose, if you don't think you know what it is. Often when I'm having this conversation with people and I ask, well, what do you most care about? What's most important to you? 
people will say, I don't know. I mean, there are some things I care about, but they're all kind of at a similar level of importance. And I just go from day to day kind of doing things that are part of my routine and I'm used to doing, but I don't really know what my one purpose is or my biggest passion. And I've led a lot of people through this conversation to try and help them connect with what it is that matters most to them. And usually the thing that shows up in the course of our conversation is something that's just right in front of their face. It's something very obvious. It's something simple. It's something that they have already have a relationship to in their lives. It's not hidden in the sense that when they find their purpose, it's a big surprise. It's hidden in the sense that many of us are discounting of what it is we feel strongly about serving in our lives. So many of the people I've spoken with start out saying, I don't know what my purpose or what my passion is. And when I start questioning them about their lives and what they do day to day, the way it works for me in in my questioning is I'm looking for these cues of life in the other person's body. It shows up in tone of voice, shows up in facial expression. It shows up in posture. It shows up in volume and pace of their conversation. It shows up in their emotion. And I just keep asking questions until I start getting signals from the other person's body that we're getting close to something that has energy for them. And and many of us have become very good at shielding from others what it is we deeply care about because that's a vulnerable position to be in. If we allow others to know what it is we really love or care about or enjoy or that that pains us because a, a purpose could be that there is something that needs to be fixed. There's something wrong in the world or there's something not going right with others or there are unnecess- there's unnecessary suffering that's occurring somewhere. And some people are, their purpose has to do with correcting or solving or helping in those situations, particularly other others of us are wired to create something anew that doesn't yet exist in the world. We want to bring something into being that is calling from inside of us and saying, I want to be manifest in this world. There's a book that needs to be written or a course that needs to be taught or a cause that needs to be championed or a group of people that need to be seen or some information that needs to be more widely circulated. A purpose or a passion could really look like anything. And my experience is that from early in our lives, most people learn as children to mask what these deeply meaningful activities and and pursuits are. Because inevitably, as kids, 
we wind up getting corrected in our pursuit of things. We wind up being told that we're doing it in a way that's too messy or we're spending too much time at it and we need to stop and come in from outside or we need to feed ourselves or we need to be wearing different clothing or we need to do what we're doing with less volume or we need to do it on a different schedule. And these are just the practicalities of having guardians who have to take care of us. We, we grew up in families or we grew up in situations where we were around other people and we had to have our activities modified and guided to keep us safe and to keep us connected and in flow with those who we were coexisting with. But as a kid, when we're involved with things that feel passionately enlivening to us, like we're doing something that we just want to keep doing or keep exploring or keep learning about, these forms of interruptions are received as injunctions and almost as criticisms to engaging in that activity. Now, there's a whole nother layer to this, which is really uh, profoundly poignant which is as adults grow up and if an adult has been themselves conditioned as a child to be self-critical of their own passions and interests and that can happen in a number of ways but if an adult tells a child that what they're doing is inconsequential or meaningless or frivolous or a waste of time or will or will never amount to anything there are lots of ways we can get a me- get messages as a kid that what we're doing isn't worthwhile or valuable or a priority and those messages get internalized until after a while we ourselves have the self-critical voice that initially came from the outside that we start carrying ourselves and we apply the criticism without needing an outside force to do it. Then we grow up and we start trying to live an adult life, but wonder why we're not feeling fully alive, fulfilled, satisfied by our daily activity, happy with our work lives, uh, happy in our relationships. Because we've been through this process of being conditioned to back away from and avoid the things that most bring us to life. And well-meaning, good parents do this all the time to their kids. They give messages that arrive in the form of injunctions to stop doing what they're doing, which seem very reasonable and practical to us as adults, as the parents of our kids, We want people to slow down or calm down or stop doing something that that is dangerous, to be less emotional, to speak more calmly or to speak more kindly rather than with as much force or demand as they have in their tone of voice. There are so many ways that we feel we need as parents to give our kids guidance and correction and direction that seem very reasonable and are reasonable, but it 
it has an impact on the child that often without our knowing it gets internalized as in as an injunction against fully being themselves against authentic expression of what's really there for them so the complicated part is these things start to run in familial patterns where somebody in the generation of our ancestral history gets deeply wounded or shut down in relationship to their own passion and purpose and then winds up living a life where they're ignoring that the only thing they can pass on at that point is to teach how is to teach their progeny how to also ignore who they really are and if their child refuses to ignore who they really are and is adamant on pursuing it the adult will have to face the deep wound that they still have of having abandoned themselves at some point in their lives so that they will either have to face that and go through a process of deep grieving maybe even rage at having gotten disconnected from who they really were and they're going to have to find a way to backtrack and reclaim that and and re-engage that person who they actually are and in the process of doing that they're going to have to admit that much of what they've been up to as an adult has been a waste of their time and energy that is not easy to do to reinvent yourself as an adult who a long time ago has departed from one's authentic self is not an easy thing to do it's hard emotionally it's hard practically and it could be hard financially if you're in a, a job that's a good paying job you've been doing for years but you hate it so this is a big thing it's a big thing to ask a parent who has left themselves behind at some point who now has a kid who's trying to naturally live and pursue their purpose it's a very difficult situation for a parent to be in because they either have to reverse and admit they've been way off course or a little bit off course for a long time or they have to shut their own kid down they either have to face what happened to them and do the hard deep work of reclaiming their essential self or they have to shut their own kid down and divert their child from being as alive as their kid is when he or she is connected to themselves because as long as the child is allowed to be fully alive in the presence of the adult who abandoned themselves it's going to be a living reminder of what they missed and what they gave up so now here i am i've been talking away and i wish i could go back and see what i was talking about because i i get on a thread and i'm following it and then i'm suddenly left at the end of this road not exactly knowing how i how i got into this or how i started it but what i remember is i stumbled on this list of purpose passion 
and practice and that this subject matter that I'm talking about is the core of the follow through formula. Purpose, passion, and practice, all three of these need to be present together in order for us to reach this goal of following through on what matters most. It's a big ask. It's a big piece of work. We could say it's a life's work for a human being to line themselves up and learn how they can stay in that position to continue to put their energy toward what matters most and to feed it and to serve it ongoingly. It's the greatest joy for a human being to live from that space. So I think what I was talking about is that I've created this guide that will help you to find your hidden purpose. And like I said before, I'm not going to tell you the subtitle because the subtitle gives away some of the fun of what happens in this guide, but it's really cool. You should go get it. It's at gamesforconfidence.com forward slash purpose. Get the guide, download it. And when you open the guide, make sure you don't skip ahead in the guide because it sequentially leads you through a process and there's some information you need to know before you get to what comes next in the guide. So I'm going to walk you through some very specific questions that you're going to answer for yourself that are, that will help you get some insight into what your purpose really is. And as I was saying, I've had this conversation Many times with people where I start exploring and wanting to know what lights somebody up and it always winds up being something very simple and very straight ahead and immediate and obvious. I'll give you an example of a very good friend of mine. I've known, I've known this person for years and uh, this is a woman who is a very generous, kind-hearted person who has spent a lot of time studying personal growth material in the areas of spirituality and various facets of human development. Professionally, this person is an editor and has edited dozens and dozens of books on the subject of personal development and spirituality. But what this person has never done is published her own material. And I have been saying to this person for years, when are you going to write your own book? There's a book inside of you. You've been studying this stuff for years. You're a practitioner. You practice it in your life. Growth is important to you. When are you going to write your own book? And it has taken years and years and years for this person who is a classic introvert, much like I am, somebody who just really likes to keep to themselves, does not like being the center of attention. She doesn't like putting herself out there or serving as any kind of visible example or teacher or guide to people, even though people say to her all the time when they're speaking with her that her presence and her company is very, very valuable. 
So she has lots of conversations with people and she's sought out by friends of hers for conversations because they always feel very heard and guided um, with a a form of, of wisdom and people feel seen by her. So just in the last few years, this woman finally decided, okay, I'm going to try and write something. And in the process of trying to figure out what she was going to write about, and I've I've been helping her with this process. So I've seen many iterations of what she started to try and write about. And it's been all over the map. She's come up with many different ideas, a lot of which I have seen, many of which I haven't even seen. And it wasn't until she hit upon a subject matter which is so simple and so straight ahead and so completely integral to who she essentially is that all the pieces fell into place. And what she's now writing about is kindness. Simple, basic kindness toward other human beings. And specifically about being kind to strangers. So once she hit on this topic and realized that every cell in her body was resonating with the need for all of us to start being more kind to each other, especially when we're out in public and just encountering each other as strangers, like what a difference it would make if we were more open and more inviting of interaction, more noticing of each other. So she's written a book and the book is called Smiling at Strangers. Simple, simple idea. And it is full of stories. But get this, the stories that are in the book are stories about her breaking a a lifelong contract that she's had to keep to herself, keep her head down, keep her eyes on her feet, not engage with other people, and just get to the store and back in one piece without feeling uh, shamed or embarrassed because she spoke up and said something to a stranger. So what we're talking about is someone who put their attention on a purpose and discovered it through the process of committing to write something of value, realized that this was so important to her that she had to start doing it. And so she started practicing this, going out for walks and engaging strangers with a smile, with a comment, with just a gesture of a wave of a hand. And in doing so, started to discover all of this liberated life force inside of her and literally is just bringing herself to life in a way that she has never experienced throughout her whole lifetime based on this simple, simple idea and sharing this very simple purpose, which is a feeling in her that we should be more kind to each other just a little bit more generous and acknowledging of the other human beings that we coexist with 
on the planet. And that's what she's doing. The part I didn't tell you about this person is that this person is my mother. This is my mom I'm talking about. I didn't know I was going to talk about this. I had no idea I was going to talk about this. I'm talking about my mom. Not only is she completely discovering a whole new phase of life at 83 years of age. So the benefits to her are tremendous. What it's doing for her in her life, it's so inspiring to watch. But in the process of breaking this familial contract to stay small and invisible and not be seen, she's liberating those who come after. This has had a tremendous impact on me. And she and I have been doing this for years, trading big leaps back and forth and inspiring each other. It's so much fun. It's such a joy to to do this with my own parent, my own mom. Again, I, I, I didn't know I was going to talk about my mom in this podcast, but here we are. And I know she's listening. So mom, way to go, damn it. <laughs> way to go. I'm so happy to know you. So today, what I want for you is what I want for me. It's what I want for my mom and my dad and my brother and all of my kids, Nate, Ruby, Aditya. Those are my children, my wife, Clelia, my close friends. I want all the people I know and love to live from purpose. Because what else are we here to do? Because I don't think we really fear death. I think most of us fear being fully alive. And when we're fully alive, death isn't even an issue anymore because we can go then at any time because we've done our job then we're doing what we came here to do and once that piece is in place death is no longer an issue it's really a, what we're really scared of is being alive 
is being fully alive and fully seen because that's a super, super vulnerable place to be in. And we can get hurt when we're allowing ourselves to be seen. But gosh, the alternative to not letting ourselves be fully seen is so much worse than the hurt of being rejected or criticized or judged in that. So have courage. Have courage, people, whoever you are, whoever you are listening to this. Live the real you. Follow through on you. And if I can help you do that in any way, shape or form, I would love to. It would be my privilege and my honor to support you. This is Rick Lewis with episode 14 of the Follow Through Formula podcast. Thank you for listening. And I will be back tomorrow. Hey, thanks for being here and being a die-hard listener down to the last decibel. My vision for these conversations is that you get informed and inspired to take consistent action on the real you. If these podcasts help you to do that, I'm thrilled. And if you'd like to take that work to the next level, I invite you to join me inside the Life Leap community where I'm creating a culture and a support network for those who want to pursue what matters most in their lives. To learn more, just go to gamesforconfidence.com and click on the Life Leap menu item. I'd love to see you on the inside, and otherwise, I'm sure we'll meet again in another episode.